Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode 79. Today, we're going to be talking about what happens after your professional development. What do you do? How do you get feedback? What do you do with that feedback when you like when you compile all your data. We've got a great co-host on today. I want to bring on Miss Susan Vincent. Susan, welcome back to the show. How are you today? I am great. It's so great to be here co-hosting with you. I'm so happy that you're here. We had a fantastic episode last week all about, you know, those things that happen when we go to a big conference like FETC and 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 really the realities of getting back. I got to ask you Susan, what has that last week been like for you? What was it like coming back from a conference and heading back into your reality? It definitely was heading back into reality, but it was great to follow up with those teachers that I had with me and um, all of the other teachers who knew we were gone, asking us how our trip was and just being able to share something that I knew would be pertinent to their classroom world and um, let them know that, hey, I would like to talk to you soon about what I learned at the conference. And I think that some of the harder questions that, that I've had, too, they say, how was your conference? And, you know, of course you say, yeah, it was great. You certainly don't want to start with, hey, I was on South Beach, right? Yeah, you, exactly. You, so, so how do you deal with all of that stuff, right? Even if it's an ed camp on a Saturday or something, like how do you not just spill over your excitement for everything that happens? And I know many people out there listening to this podcast were at FETC or, or going to TCEA or heck, maybe you're at BET out in London right now. How is your trip? How does it feel to come back? And how do you handle all of that excitement? I know today, um, or I should say this week, actually, we started a new semester. I have all brand new kids. And I started with saying this year, we're going to do some amazing things and we're going to add all this great stuff. And I got to tell you, I'm still on that high from FETC. And if you guys are out there looking to figure out how to do all that stuff, Next week, the last week in January, we are going to be having our next Tech Coach Mastermind meeting. That's right. Our Tech Coach Mastermind offers a six or a 12 month plan. If you are a tech coach out there, maybe in multiple buildings, maybe you're a new tech coach, maybe you're looking for some guidance and are trying to figure out exactly how to do that tech coaching job, check us out over on teachercast.net slash mastermind. We offer a lot of great packages. We offer meetings every single month. We offer one-to-one coaching. We give you free lesson plans, free templates, free activities, lots of great stuff over on our mastermind. Join more than 50 tech coaches on our free Facebook group. You can make sure that you have the right professional development for yourself. Guys, welcome to 2020. If you're going to be investing in anything this year, invest in your professional development by joining the Tech Coach Masterminds. Again, our next meeting is going to be the last week in January, and I would love to see you there, and I'd love to have you guys as part of the teacher cast tech coaches network i know susan you're going to be at that meeting we're going to be talking about today's topic how do you finish off this professional development cycle we plan our pd we do our pd we kind of reflect on that pd but in the middle of all of that stuff 
we do feedback on our PD. And I got to ask you, I, I, I'm one of those people that a lot of times I do feedback and I'm nervous to look at it. What does yes, your cycle much. look like? Yeah, it is nerve wracking to look at that. But I think it's so important that we take that feedback and we actually use it. Um, I was reading some things throughout the week preparing for our conversation and you know it, something really just jumped out at me and it just plainly said um use the feedback you're given you know don't just let it sit you know do something with it and that's what i'm excited um to talk about with you today jeff it's it's interesting right and and for myself as a middle school teacher i did a feedback form from my kids and, and it's interesting. Again, you know, this is middle school. So you asked a couple of questions like what what kind of activities did you like and what kind of activities didn't you like? And you read through the activities that you like and every single activity is listed. And then you look at the activities that the kids didn't like and every single activity is listed. And you're kind of thinking, OK, maybe that was the form. Maybe when you're when you're polling 200 or something kids, you are going to have kids that like A and B, but they're not going to like A and B. Exactly. So it's amazing to figure out what kind of things are there. We're going to be showing off a lot of examples in our show notes today over at Ask the Tech Coach episode number 79. We've got a lot of links to stuff that Susan has done, stuff that I've done. And if you've got a great feedback form, we would love to hear from you and have you guys share that. Check us out over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Share your feedback links for your forms, your assessments. We would love to see that. But Susan, I got to ask you the question here. Do we need to do this? Is this really a big component here? Do you do feedback forms? How often do you do feedback forms? What's your philosophy on this whole topic? I've gone back and forth over the years, but the more I just learn and the more I hear what teachers are getting trained on in assessing their own students, I think we need to follow that same format as tech coaches. We ask for exit slips from our students after a lesson, and a lot of our districts in some cases require those as part of the you know, teacher evaluation process. So I think it's important for us as tech coaches to implement some of those strategies with the teachers that we're training in a PD session, whether that be a whole group session or a small group session. You know, we need to figure out what they've learned. And one of my examples I shared um, came from, um, some articles I was reading um, over the last couple of years, George Coros, some of you may follow him on Twitter, and there's two big questions that he states. It's just a simple, what did you learn today? And then the second question is, how will your students know and benefit from what you've learned? It's not even just asking them, how did you feel about today's Tech Tool PD? It's how are your students going to know what you learned and how are they going to benefit from the PD today? And those are so. two powerful questions, right? And, and you had mentioned exit slips. Yes. We all have our own definition, but do you see a feedback form as an exit slip or are those two different things? I think they're two different things because an exit slip is that formative assessment assessment piece of, you know, really seeing what your students or in our case as tech coaches, what the adult teachers you're working with, what they've actually learned and where do they need to go. And a feedback form is maybe later talking about what do you need in the future or what did you like about this? Because, you know, in a classroom, you're not really with an exit slip asking a student, you know, how did you like this lesson? You know, I know you probably do this day to day in your broadcasting classes. You're not asking the students if they really like the lesson. No, you're performing an exit slip right to 
find out if they got the concept. When I was tech coaching in my previous district, I had to use my PD as my SGO, as my student growth objective. And my students, of course, at the time were my teachers. And the way that I scheduled my classes was at the beginning of the class, I do a simple Google form. What do you know about the topic? What are you interested in learning? How do you rate yourself as knowledgeable on the topic? And it was like four, four simple questions. At the end of it, I gave them the post uh, a post uh, survey. You know, what did you learn? How comfortable are you? All those different things. Uh-huh. Is that the same thing as a survey, or is that something different? It just depends on how you're going to use that information. You know, again, like we said earlier, don't just let that information sit around. Use the feedback you're given. So, you know, if, if you're going to use it effectively to plan future PD and to follow up with them, and that's something I kind of have down, is those follow-up discussions. You know, use that survey information to follow up with them. You know, I think it's important we talk about student voice all the time. And like you just stated, those teachers are our students. So if we're having a feedback form, should it be personal? Mm, Not necessarily, just pertinent to that session. And, you know, you can tweak your tweak your feedback forms to fit what you're teaching and something I've done in the past past and um, talk about this in your own experience as a tech coach. I like to do a beginning of the year, just skills assessment. Mm, Yes. And and that's something that we talk about a lot here on the show of, of, you know, how do we do that needs assessment, that skills assessment? And, you know, I've got a couple examples I can put, put put links on here of, you know, how do you take the entire G suite um, application family and, and how do you test your, your, teachers or students knowledge about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have links for all of those things. And I think that's definitely a good topic that we're going to start to talk about as the, as the year winds down. I'm not only how do you figure out where their needs are, but how do you assess them at the end of the year? So check on out. Don't forget to subscribe to this show. Tell all your friends who are tech coaches to subscribe to this show and, and let's take a look at things. Now I want to pause a little bit here, Susan, because as we go through, it's not just about the philosophy, but it really is the ease of use. And, and yes. you've given us a few great applications for doing this and and not all feedbacks should be survey forms there's a lot of different ways but what are some applications that you've used or that you've seen used for these types of feedback activities well let's just step back from technology for a second and you know just the age-old principle of the chart paper on the wall with post-it notes (laughs) you know um, around here in the area I've worked in, we've always referred to those as the parking lot. Yes. You know, when a PD session happens, the presenter hangs up the chart paper and gives every table a, P, um, a pad of um, post-it notes and you put your feedback on the parking lot. Or if you have a question or a comment or a concern, something you don't understand. And, you know, in those days before technology was really prevalent, that was supposed to be the anonymous way to do it though people obviously saw you hanging it up on the paper, but that was the parking lot. So definitely a low-tech thing there. And then we've evolved into things like Padlet and Flipgrid and um, those types of things and the back channel apps. 
So you've, you've got a bunch of applications here. We're going to make sure that we link to everything. Padlet, we love. Jamboards are great. Flipgrid is amazing. Had a good chance to talk to them at FETC. But you've also got something called Slido.com. What is Slido.com? Yes, I actually um, just learned about this at FETC last week. I was in the tech coach orientation the tech coach orientation session at the very beginning of the week and uh, Matt Miller and the others that were presenting were using Slido and it ended up being a whole discussion session on, you know, how do you feel about being a tech coach? And it was one of the better PD sessions I've been to, but it was a lot like Pear Deck, a lot like how Nearpod works, very interactive. You start a session, you have slides and you put questions on there and your audience responds and then as the presenter you can look back through those questions display them on the screen they're anonymous so slido it was a very neat new tool that was new to me i like that and i want to make i want to make sure we get the right link here and of course it's going to be on the show notes sli period do so slide.do yes so I, I, I great stuff on there and the other one you have I, i'm not familiar with is yo teach Yo, teach. Um, if you have you ever, Jeff, heard of today's meet back in the day? Yeah. Back channel. Actually, Yo, teach is a replacement, from what I'm understanding, to today's meet. Oh, today's wow. meet kind of went by the wayside. Whoever was, um, you know, running that site gave it up, and then Yo, teach has kind of it works very much the same way. You create a back channel room. You have a code. You give it to your audience, and they can ask questions and um, give comments that way. You know, I love the idea that we're talking here about doing both video and audio, and and really the the feedback is important. Now let's take a look at how we can handle this feedback. Because you know, the one thing I said to my kids when they were doing their feedback is I said, you know, I welcome the comments. Try not to be brutal about it. Like you know, I said to some like to, to one of the kids like. Don't don't do all caps with I hate it this course. Okay, this is middle school, right? You're not going to get that from the adults, of course. But mm-hmm. but sometimes it it takes a little bit to to gather feedback. I mean, one of the things that we had mentioned on the Jeff Bradbury show which came out last week was when you're asking for opinions, don't be upset when you have to stand up and take somebody else's opinion or listen to somebody else's opinion. How, 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 does, how do you handle things when you're reading a comment and, and you think they're wrong or you get offended by something? Like, Should we just let these comments roll off people's backs? Well, we have to definitely grow that thick skin. And after almost around 15 years of being a tech coach, I've definitely learned to grow my thicker skin and not be so sensitive about things. Because, And one thing I found, and Jeff, you can talk about this from your experience. If you ask for their name, <laughs> they're not going to give you as much information. But when they're anonymous, they're going to go at it. And again, that's when they become brutal in some cases, but you have to learn to know your audience and kind of know where they're coming from and I again, t- grow that thick skin. <laughs> totally agree. You know, go, just, I'm going to keep going back to my kids from last week and I didn't ask for their names on the Google form, but I did ask them to give me their class period. So at least I knew, you know, if somebody said I didn't like this lesson that we did or this project, at least I could figure out, okay, well in this class, this was the dynamic and this is why it didn't work well. But over here in yes. a different class, it works better. And look, we have the same thing. I mean, as, as tech coaches, we do the same lessons and the same workshops over and over again o- over the course of a semester. Some of them work. Some of them don't. Um, you know, I 
always kind of go back to one time. I did a, a couple hour workshop with some teachers. And every time I said, go and do a, you know, like go work for 10 or 12 minutes. Um, everybody checked their email. And one of the feedbacks I got on the session was you didn't give us enough time. And I looked at that and I'm like, I, I gave you like an hour out of a three hour session and, and everybody was on their emails because they didn't, that's what they wanted to do, right? Exactly. So, you know, it, it's, as you said, right? Thick skin. Very much. And, and, you know, you newbie tech coaches out there, if you're listening, you know, start growing that thick skin. It's so important. You know, don't let things bother you because it's never personal normally it's not personal it's just every human is going to give their opinion and every human has one and they're going to gladly give it when given the opportunity well but what happens next right because let's say that you do a session and maybe there's only four people in the session right and you look at the feedback and they and you go oh now <laughs> No matter who of the four people is, you know that tomorrow you got to walk into those four classrooms like nothing else has happened because they're not, you know, like they know they wrote it. They're not trying to hurt you with anything, but you are, we're all professionals and I still have to come into your classroom and help you be a better third grade teacher. Exactly. How do you do that knowing that this person might have been the one that just gave you a zinger? And that's where I keep talking about developing that positive rapport right off. You know, we keep going back to that in almost every tech coaching conversation, develop that relationship and that will make it easier to go in and follow up. And, you know, that's what I try to do the next day or at least over the next, you know, couple of weeks after a PD session, whether it be an individual session or a whole group is that follow up. And in the show notes, I talk a little bit about some things to do to follow up. I think one of the things that as a, as a tech coach, whether we're new tech coaches or we've been doing this for quite some time is the question of where does this information go? Do we go to our supervisors and say, Hey, I just did this great thing and look at the feedback I got. Or do we go and to our supervisors and say, you know what? I did this. This is the feedback I got. What do you think? Or what I sometimes had to do is this is what we just did. Here's the feedback. Can we come up with a plan to maybe do it in a different way? Cause some of the feedback is going to be about you. Some of the feedback is going to be about the system exactly. right? and some of the feedback is going to be about the content or, you know, the, the, the course that you took. And I think if the feedback is we need more time with this, maybe that is where you go and say, look, can I do, two sessions of this instead of a, a crammed half an hour or can we come up with a better way or hey i've noticed mr principal that a lot of people like this topic can i do it at a faculty meeting or can i do it at a lunch and learn but should we be sharing that con that, that those those comments or should all of this stuff just kind of thick skin wash into us and back bounce off well, I think it's important that we do something with it. Now, you know, each person listening to this and myself included, we each have a different situation in our school system. For example, I have one coworker who is a tech coach with me, and then both of us are part of the entire curriculum team um, with other instructional coaches and such. So many times as a whole entire curriculum team, we're doing whole large PD day. So we come together as a team and talk about it. And then we try to, you know, 
tweak things for next time. But when it comes to those just focused technology PDs that we're doing, you know, we'll we'll go to our super our immediate supervisor and we'll talk about, you know, what do you suggest we do next or can we offer this a different way or can I do this as, you know, a choice board type atmosphere or can I do this online instead of face to face and they still get credit for it and they get the information they need in the way that they need it. Yeah, but Susan, that's scary, right? You're now put in a position where you need mentorship. So you're going to your uppers, Mm -hmm. but you're going to your uppers sometimes with they didn't like me. That's a scary thing. Yeah, it is. But we have to, again, thick skin and learn to evaluate your own self and be willing to learn and grow. You know, as a tech coach, we're not, we're not the upper. We still have room to grow. Just like we're asking our teachers to do this stuff and do exit slips and do feedback from their students and change their lessons and differentiate as a tech coach. It's important that we do the same thing and model that with them and differentiate with our teachers that we work with. I think we as tech coaches need to come up with strategies for these things, because as we said earlier, sometimes we need to go and have that conversation that says this didn't work. And you really want to respond with, and it's your fault for setting it up this way. Like you set up the schedule that the teachers didn't like, or, you know, you said, let's do lunch and learns and the teachers just don't want to do lunch. Like exactly what those are hard conversations to have. So how do you do that? Right? Like you don't want to go into your principal and say, this is your fault. It doesn't work. There's, there's other ways of putting those words. Right. But, but very much we need to re is that like, we need to rethink this. We need to refocus this. Is there a better way? Or and I go in with solutions. And, and go ideas. in with solutions, right? That doesn't sound easy. No, it's not. And that definitely comes with experience and willingness to learn yourself. And is that the conversation where you start with Mr. Principal, or is that the conversation where you start with Sir? <laughs> it depends on your relationship, on, I guess. And it's, and it's, it's funny because everything goes back to what we talked about in August, which is have great relationships with your administrators. Exactly. And look, Start if, out that way. If, if you're listening to this and you're going, my goodness, Jeff and Susan are talking about me. You're talking about my situation. I'm having difficulty putting all this stuff together. I've got a building that's working and working and working really well. And I've got a building that doesn't understand my role because the administration is just different. I have a solution for you. I I know how we can help you out. Check out our teacher cast tech coaches mastermind by going over to teachercast.net slash mastermind. This program is designed for you guys. We have two monthly meetings. We give you guys free lesson plans. We give you free templates, free everything. And plus you have the opportunity to work with us one-to-one. I'm looking forward to our next meeting at the end of January. And I know Susan's going to be there too, helping out and showing off all these different things. And we're going to actually go through with our mastermind members, a lot of these lesson plans together and a lot of these templates of how to build, how to make. And and I think some of the, 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 the topics we're going to be hitting this week are what questions should be on. Should they be multiple choice questions? Should they be open-ended? Nobody wants to get to an end of the, of a three hour workshop and have to do long form paragraphs. So how do you build these different things? If that's something of interest to you guys, check it out over on teachercast.net slash mastermind. Join it today. We've got some great plans, a six-month plan that gets you through the end of the year or a 12-month plan that gets you into next year and beyond. We would love to have you guys as part of the Tech Coach Mastermind join today. 
Susan, you know, I think this is an important topic, but I really want to kind of put this pause together and figure out where we can go and how we can help our tech coaches. There's an awful lot of coaches out there listening to this show, and, and we want to hear from you guys, right? Susan, where can we hear from you on, on your social medias? Where do we get in touch with, with and, and follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at SV314DWS, and I'm on active on Twitter. Um, and then you can also follow me on my blog at techimaginations.net. Um, you can find my contact information, my blog, and I'm working on getting better at um, updating my blog. So um, I'm working on getting out there and um, um, helping you. This is my passion, um, efficiency and productivity and helping tech coaches and teachers just to be productive, organized and efficient people. I got to ask, because your website is so nice, what platform are you using? I use Squarespace. It is a really nice looking website, runs Thanks, really fast and has a lot of great stuff. Check it out today over at techimaginations.net. All the stuff is going to be in our show notes over at Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode 79. And Susan, thank you one more time for showing up. I am so glad that you've oh. decided to join our team here and be a part of this. Oh, I'm and, so excited. And we are looking forward to some great things. Don't forget to check out all the great action over at askthetechcoach.com. We're going to continue to be adding some great things. We're even going to be wrapping up in the next next few weeks our online course and we're going to be seeing how we can get all that stuff launched before the end of the school year for you guys as we move forward into the you know the heart of that next 20 oh my goodness i'm going to say 20 20 to 21 school year oh my goodness here it comes up that's going to be a tongue twister it is and it is it is there it is again there you go well, guys, I am going to wrap this podcast up. I am exhausted after starting a brand new semester. I know you guys are looking forward to your brand new semesters. Keep us in your thoughts. Keep us in your minds. And don't forget to tweet us on TeacherCast or on Ask the Tech Coach on your favorite social media things. On behalf of Susan and everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.